All right, so here we are on the Black Pants Legion podcast. I have a wonderful group of people surrounding me today to my left and staring off into the void, Mr. Goad. The void is always calling. Cool. And to the left of him is the Legion's chief degenerate, Mr. Vince. Hello, boys and ghouls. You only ever ran that one sex club, right? Uh, yeah, just the one time. Okay, and to his left is the Legion's Jamie and editor of Text Talks Battletech, Cleveland's own favorite son, Mr. Mike. Hello. And to his left is the Terror of Baltimore and Dad Joke Incarnate, Pablo Ichiban. What's up, nerds? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This week on the BPL podcast, I've got a few topics that I think would be fun to talk about. I, uh, I'm going to try something new. I wrote down some big things, and I think we could toss them around like a bouncy ball and see what we come up with. Mm-hmm. This episode is about the weird sort of cyberpunk dystopia we find ourselves in. Hmm. Transhumanism and the future. So I'm going to start this off with what would you say are the most cyberpunk elements of the world we live in that you'd not have believed just 10 years ago? VR. VR. VR chat. VR. O- okay. Uh, elaborate. Well, you see... Um I mean, God, if, if just playing VR, uh, sticking your brain inside of uh, a computer where it's, 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 you can control everything, well, meet other people. Like I I'd go into clubs in VR chat and drinking with people and playing card games. Like, what, what is that? Well, what I remember that was weird was like when I was a kid, VR would be something you'd see at the fair, you know, and it'd have like a 30 pound helmet and it would be, it'd be on a crane. Yeah. And, oh, it, God, and it would, yeah. it would be like, um, they were like, Oh, you can fly a pine in VR. And it looked like the intro to that, um, that song, uh, God, what was it? I, I can sing the song, but I won't. Um, it would, no, it, it was it was that song, Money for Nothing and Chicks for Free. Remember that music video where it's like eight polygons? Oh, my God. And so you'd be like, you can fly a plane in VR. And, and it's just like fly your box at the other box. And people are like, wow, it's 3D. And I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah, it's all in like 600 by 400 resolution. Yeah. <laughs> they always had like the black and white tiles in the background for some reason. Oh, yeah. Because how would you know, know it wasn't Tom, the real whoa, world? the blue triangle is flying. <laughs> oh, no. A barrel roll. Humanization of corporate brands. I mean, okay, it, yeah. it's, it's like they're always talking about like, yeah, the corporations, they run everything. And, you know, everyone has to. Like, but nobody, I don't think anyone really predicted like people trying to think the corporate, like people would be screaming into the void at these corporations trying to get their attention or like act like they're their friend and corporations sharing shitty memes <laughs> slim jim's instagram or like yeah. arby's and wendy's twitters yeah, yeah Arlen's brand well yes. that's that's the weird thing is you end up with this humanization of the corporate trademark so it's like yeah. wendy's clapbacks and i'm like you are a at best okay burger chain Every Wendy's I have gone to, I'm like, why do these fries taste like metal? Why why does this oil smell like BO? You know, it just little things like that. And they're it smells like pennies. Mm. <laughs> you know, what, what kind of flavoring is that? Uh, I think we are living in cyberpunk times, but we just had the corporate oppression, none of the cool technology. That's that's what I mean. <laughs> oh God, this that, is that that thing you showed me with the uh the branding on the band-aids 
for the yeah for the COVID where, test where countries like oh well we can't afford to actually you know provide vaccination services and testing for people so we'll, we'll get the corporations to pay for it and they get to put their brands on the band-aids we put on people that get jabbed but not only that there's you, you if you look around you'll see there's also places where it's like this COVID testing station brought to you by coca-cola yeah, brought to you by Tide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this cure for this terrible disease brought to you by Taco Bell. Mm. Taco Bell, because your gut was full and you need to make it empty. I mean, some of the stuff they have in China is like like, like the camera systems they have where they can find Oh, yeah. And, so, well, oh, the, God, the yeah. social credit thing where yeah, it's that, like enough downvotes like, on your behavior. Visit yeah. grandma this week. That's minus 10 social credits. Yeah. DKP no, I mean, minus. That's something where if you went to like Night City or, you know, Shadowrun setting and you told people about it, it's like, wow, that's a horrible dystopia you come from. <laughs> well, yeah. And here's here's the thing that blows my mind is like I at first I was like, you know, if GM invents a fusion reactor this year, I will know that we're on the right timeline. And they didn't or at least they didn't tell anyone about it. But so here's here's the thing that like made me laugh my ass off is there's this term where people start going. This is a cyberpunk dystopia because we have pervasive surveillance and it's half and half it's not just government surveillance it's not 1984 because people go oh it's like 1984 it's government pervasive surveillance no 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 it's like fahrenheit 451 yeah. where it's yeah. advertisements and endless noise it's everywhere old, old mr zuck old, giving you yeah. the giving you the peeper for yeah. your internet history it's all self-censorship that was yeah. the zuck giving me the suck. right right it's self-censorship like precisely yeah. well there, there's o- there's overt censorship as well because like the whole thing like people get about wrong about fahrenheit for oh the press no, it's not the government who bans things. It's people like, well, that offends me. Like right. the vocal minority. Well, and, and so, and also it's just all of the beauty, all of the weight of words, all of the poetry, everything has been replaced by just noise. So people go, oh, this is entertainment because they have no option. Yeah. yeah. But the, the thing that blows my mind is I was like, okay, there are two holdouts in my head that says this is not a cyberpunk dy- dystopia. Two of them happened. Well, no, three. Three of these things happen. And these were holdouts because in cyberpunk dystopias, there are three things that are that are always there. And I said, I haven't seen them yet. One. No, I'm not even getting into the augmentics because I have a whole thing to say about <laughs> that. But one is I was like, oh, there's no cyberpunk guns yet. Well, Caltech fucking solved that problem. <laughs> fucking Caltech. <laughs> let's do a rail of coke. Like there's that meme about Caltech. Yeah, the, it's, the little train. No, that, no. It's 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 like, well, it's time to design a new gun here. Yeah. Uh, Susan, send in the little train yeah, that yeah. brings in the mountain of cocaine. We need to dream up some ideas. And so <laughs> they have they have a gun that they just came out with that shoots five seven by 28 the p90 round for those of you out there who are not gun guys it takes the p90 50 round magazine and it opens like one of those movie clackers and it's a pistol and oh i was like God. well thank you now we've reached cyberpunk pistols we have a fachetti security yeah, so 600 we've we've reached cyberpunk nonsense shit you would see out of the cyberpunk 2020 or shadow run book on guns there it is two we we didn't have cyberpunk cars. Tesla comes out with the fucking eighty pixel truck, <laughs> and, 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 and sixty four truck. Yeah, and I saw I saw that, and I was like, "Fuck!" Now we've reached that level of cyberpunk dystopia. And then the third thing 
that came out that just made my head melt a little bit, that is the biggest head melt in history, is we now have self-driving cars. Yeah. And I don't mean like, oh, it can park by itself, because that's easy. But people with Teslas are like, oh, I'm going to get off the off-ramp and do 90, and Tesla take the wheel. And it does it. That terrifies me. That I terrifies know, pretty, me. Pretty, I mean, more that's than, pretty cool. Not just that, but everyone's carrying. People are fucking poor and in endless debt slavery, but they're also carrying around, you know, by 30, 50 years ago standards, a supercomputer that also is tracking them. Right. Yeah. And so people have given into this machine and have embraced all these weird technology. Think about when you were a kid, there was the Dick Tracy shit, like the Dick Tracy movie. And back in the 30s, of course, the Dick Tracy, you know, comic series. Yeah. So you had it. He's like, let me use my radio wristwatch to oh. talk to blah, blah, blah. Now you have that on your wrist. Yeah. It's a computer well, and all your data. Table, and, now, yeah. Yeah. and now it's a hassle. Like, it's not like a cool. It's like oh, fucking FaceTiming me. What? Oh, no, dude. Like, so if somebody sends me a picture, it'll come up on my on my watch sometimes. I'll get texted. Well, and I'll be, uh, Google I'll go, like hey remember that random photo you took of this oh yeah beer. look at it yeah it sends it to my fucking watch so I, I get a notification on my watch i lift my wrist up and it's a picture of a beer that i took like two years ago consume product yeah <laughs> well, i get a text message and i'll like lift my watch up and it's boobs and i'm like oh, oh why are you coming to my watch i could go for a <laughs> this is what you get what for you being like a man whore yeah, 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 six places well i remember when that started to happen where it was an EverQuest. You could try type like slash pizza. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Pizza. And it, yeah, and it would charge your card on the EverQuest account, and it was it was hilarious because it'd go to wherever your billing address was, and that was oh, an EverQuest. The Sony thing. online, sh- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we tried that one time growing up, and then it went to my neighbor's house. Yeah, it's it? it was not good because it was like slash pizza, and then it was like it was like toppings. three hours yeah, was, late. And it was like three options, you yeah. know, it was like one pepperoni, two, and then it would, you, you would like accidentally hit it and there'd be some lag because you're playing on like dial up. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then like an hour later, eight pizzas would show up and it's like, you've ordered 27 pizzas. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the other thing is, as Pablo pointed out, the augmentics, they're getting really good with, you know, uh, replacement limbs. Yeah. But the, here's the problem with that. The huge problem with that is that. You'll see that they'll it'll it'll be every six months. The science community will come out and be like, we now have a haptic imprint that will read your brain and it'll do this. And the yeah. guy puts it. And now, arm. like when you touch things, the fingers, you can feel it in yeah. your brain. With but, this injection. but then then it's like asterisk. <laughs> and so they're like for 15 minutes and it costs 30 million dollars. And I'm like, that is horseshit. And, and it's, it's baby steps. Uh, I, I know, but it's the same level of horseshit. I get it when they start saying AI learning. I'm like, this is an AI deep learning. We, I mean, we made it basically the way that machine learning works is they just make it take a standardized test a million times until they get the one that is a statistical outlier that I got mean, all Boston, the things right. Boston Dynamics has almost made the Doberman from Shadowrun. They just need to team up with Lockheed Martin and. Well, strap okay. an AK to that thing's head yeah. and we're good. Well, yes, but but what I'm talking about with machine learning, this is what I think is funny, is people are like, machine learning, AI algorithms are so smart. And I'm like, you know, I don't think so. And they go, well, why? And I was like, well, it can't be captured, but a five-year-old can. So... No, they're not that smart. <laughs> it's, it, These I'm, drones yeah. know not to crash into each other through use of coding. So, like, what? If about to crash into each other, then don't 
Yeah. <laughs> if about to crash, then don't crash. Yeah. Execute fly up. Yeah. And people talk about like, the Turing test. I think the scariest thing is an AI that's smart enough to purposely fail the Turing yeah. test. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, oh, that is terrifying. Oh, uh, yeah. It's so, like, I can pass it. Mm, we're still not there yet. So here's, okay. we here's, better give it more power. Yeah. So here's here's my next one is when you were a kid, like, you know, riding your bike around the neighborhood, you know, playing plastic green army men in the sandbox, whatever. <sighs> Throwing them down the stairs with a parachute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you were a kid and you looked at the future full of wonder and excitement and potentials, what technology did you think would be available in the far off year of 2021 that isn't flying cars? That's a helicopter, Pablo. I mean, like something like, like you can't fly a helicopter down like the Hubbard like some, Street. Like or some like, the Jeff. What is it? Uh, what Jetsons. Is that? The Jetsons. The Jeffersons. Moving on up. Moving on up. They were moving on up. They they just in a flying car in, in the, the sky. sky. Yeah, that moving works. on up. That works. Yeah. But um, yeah, like flying cars, I'm with you. Because like, you know, when you're a kid, they always showed flying cars. And it was like the most mundane thing. Yeah. And then and then I've seen some prototypes of flying cars where it has like the eight fans on it. They're like, oh, look God. at this flying car. And it's like. It flies for two minutes. They don't show the audio clip of it. deafening. Yeah. Cause <laughs> yeah, like when they do drone footage, they're like, look at this beautiful drone footage. But you realize if you had a mic strapped to that thing, it's just. <laughs> the whole time sounds like a leaf blower that's yeah. doing uh, a broken leaf blower yeah yeah but no it's it's like flying car jetpacks because in when i was a kid my dad told me that at the 1984 olympics at the opening ceremony they had a guy with a jetpack with this rocket belt who flew all the way around the stadium in this rocket belt so as a kid i was like wow that happened when i was born the year i was born so i looked up that rocket belt and they're like yeah what they don't tell you is that guy flying all around the stadium that was all the juice he had like if he had mistimed that by two seconds it would have been like careen into the audience or hit the ground and explode and and so as a kid i saw that movie the rocketeer and i was like why can't we do this and now i know it's like well you you have to have a lot of thrust and you gotta do all these things and i know there's wingsuits with little jet engines and that'd be pretty cool right stuff stuff like that but i want the 1950s style rocket belt where it's like all right let me put this on time to fight moon hitler and then you're like you know set it to hover yeah and it's i i know that wouldn't work because one like if it was fuel based you'd like burn your asshole off within <laughs> like the yard of flame coming out oh my god my blisters yeah you like land and your legs are skeletons and just <laughs> rocket men from the moon uh. um but yeah, it's I, I wanted that rocket belt, but I also realized like people aren't aerodynamically shaped. So it would be one of those things where you put the rocket belt on and you'd be like, hi ho silver, and you just careen off into the wilderness and you're never seen again. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you are seen, it's because somebody found your smear ass across the uh, trees. Yeah. If you use a rocket belt, don't wear short sleeves. Yeah. It's cold up there. Like nobody ever thinks about that. Like when they put on like a rocket pack and they just start flying like cross country. I'm like, yeah, it gets kind of cold and windy What's at a certain same, elevation. It's like the same cold as a witch's tits because yeah. they're riding their broomstick up there really high. It's yeah. cold. So, it's so, chilly. So yeah. what what you need is like a, a rocket oh, sweater. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. 
like a rocket snuggie. Uh, a rocket snuggie would be nice. That but has like fire retardant materials. Yes, a hover hoodie. A hover hoodie. <laughs> I saw a hollow hoodie New in from Cyberpunk. <laughs> what what I thought what I thought was really lame was like remember in Back to the Future too where he gets that hoverboard. Oh like, yeah. Cool. And so they're like, let's make a hoverboard, and they Frozen they ice yeah no what they did is they're pulling they're pouring in liquid nitrogen like into it to cool the magnet to where it'll work and they're like yeah check out this hoverboard and it's sitting on a track and it it's like one inch off the ground and the guy's like pushing as hard as he can with his foot and it just barely moves and people are like this is amazing and i'm like this is retarded yeah like i want i want a hoverboard that has flames shooting out the back of that bitch that is going like motorcycle speeds down the sidewalk i can't, I want, can't have that in california no that's it might cause cancer and you can't do yeah. also it will cause also no flames coming out of the back mm, i don't know Plus, yeah, you gotta have to have that one smog checked. Yeah, yeah. you can use that thing over water. Yeah, <laughs> unless you, you have power. power. Oh god. No, no I, I like that idea. Um, so, I, my question is this though. Um, what is it about all of this stuff that scares you? I I keep thinking of the Nikola Tesla quote where he said, "You will see man-made horrors beyond your comprehension." We already and, have. And and that's that's what I mean is humanity's technology continually exceeds its ability to govern it. So it's just one of those things where they're like, let's do gene editing. And I'm like, what What if that goes wrong? Well, what if it goes right? And I'm like. Yeah, the, that's the issue. That's the yeah, but who are, who is have. Well, my, my question is like, which scientists are you speaking to about this? Because that sounds like media science, not what, like actual yeah. scientists. What, because gene editing in itself is a completely closed and experimental thing that has been basically reported on like it's some sort of mad scientist oh, who's running around with a beaker creating like cat yeah. girls and shit. And it's like, just I, a, I just a bad buzz. So my article. question is yeah. like, what does the actual fear come from? The fear I have, understanding. Yeah. The fear yeah. I have is one you're going to, okay, look at the uh, creation of the atom bomb, right? Right. Right. So, so you have a guy who theorizes like, well, if we, if we use this element, we could make something that results in this release of power. Same guy who w who said, "I am become death." Well, he was he was the destroyer of he cat was, girls. He yes. Was, well, <laughs> yes, yes, and no, because the atomic bomb isn't just one guy. It's, right, right, It's right. not just J. Robert Oppenheimer. It's there's you know Leslie Groves and all the all these you know uh, characters, and there's actually a really good book on that, Brotherhood of the Bomb, um, and the making of the atomic bomb as well. But the the thing is, is that you have some theoreticians who say you can this element will release this power under these conditions. And you have these two branching ideas of thought. One saying this could be a very concentrated, unlimited power source and we could create power so abundant it would be too cheap to meter. It wouldn't be worth metering this power. It would be unlimited. And then you have the other group of guys who's like, but what if we blew it up? You know boom, what I mean? Boom. Yeah. So, yeah. so, it, and so <laughs> it's that same thing you said about uh, like two two guys who are bicycle repairmen are like, ah, I can make those fly. Right. Yeah. And, it's the and, same thing. So the the issue is is you come up with an idea. Mm -hmm. You know, like we could build a robot dog 
that would live with old people and would call the paramedics the instant it detected life sign changes. And then the military yeah. steps in and says, but can you put an AK on it? Or an No, no, M4? the military would go, well, if it can detect life signs, it can find and stop them. You know, it's just <laughs> like, <laughs> so you, 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 you end up with like a fear detecting robot that goes, I smell pheromones of fear and like <laughs> drives ni- knives into their eyes or whatever. Yeah. So, it's it's one of those things of you have scientists who come up with a lot of interesting ideas and then you have engineers who go i'm going to take that idea and do something horrible with it and you start to become very fearful because for example right now in space there's there's a bunch of scientists who are going you know we're putting a lot of shit in orbit and this could be kind of bad in the future and then you have people going yeah but i want rural internet fast and let's launch eight thousand satellites I, like shotgun method there. I, I disagree with the satellite cannoning satellites into the internet atmosphere. thing i really wish musk wouldn't do that yeah but because it's, it's so like i i like the idea of everyone being able to have interconnected internet the problem is, is that it, it, the problem is that now we can't observe the sky without one of your stupid fucking dumb satellites in the way my the guy put a car I know, space, which he's not means, a very good person. Which means he's, as soon as he is an as, evil villain. But as soon yeah, as you, he's Doctor Evil. As soon yeah. as you hit, I will put a car on the moon. <laughs> but as soon as you put a car in space, there's no going back from that. There's that that is the farthest reach. Yeah, that's the biggest flex he's got. So everything under that is normal to him. The the main problem yeah. I have oh, with God, yeah. with him in general is that he is not inherently trying to be an evil person, no, but he does no, no. inherently evil things for like reasons that I don't understand. And then he has all this great technology and engineering and funding going into things that are really important and we need, but he controls it. And I'm like, that seems a little Lex Luthery. Well, in well the, he is working a lot with NASA. Well, yeah, and, 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 and I do a lot because I got a buddy that works I, in the Mars I, Project. I, want, the Mars I appreciate that. Stuff, and, uh, yeah, yeah they, they do a lot with SpaceX and with, with that's NASA. that's the one thing I really like about but it. The, but everything else is just like to get weird. in the way of well, helping and, more. And the thing yeah. is, is that being very intelligent which he is yeah does not equate to being good because as you may yeah. recall a lot of teslas caught on fire and a lot of teslas didn't come out of the factory very well and the quality control issues were very simple as it turns out and he said this in a tweet i believe he was like as it turns out people are really good at making cars and robots not so much so he made a very automated factory and the cars start coming up like shit because well, a robot goes, this is in spec, it's fine. But a human being is going to run his fingers and go, that isn't right. That's not straight. That looks wrong. Yeah. And then be able to deduce what is going on. Because if the machine... It's weird that he would have one of those, considering he's very anti-AI. Uh, yeah, but he also owns a company doing AI stuff. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's... He's anti-AI until he has created the Musk AI. Uh, until he has one that he can control. Musk. Yeah, until he makes his own AI. That's what I mean. It's like some evil shit. I don't think he's trying to be evil. I think he's just not realizing the shit he's doing is just straight up fucking dumb. Well, I think it's setting a bad precedent because when you commercialize yeah. space travel, then the incentive is how do I make money out of this? Not like genuine exploration well, or right. benefiting mankind. Because, because like but if, at the same time, how else are you going to get other people to do anything with space? How You can make money from doing this and then well, it's going to force companies to want to do that. Yeah, but then their, their drives are going to be to, you know, do something that makes them money, not necessarily something that, you know, helps expand science and our understanding of the cosmos. Yeah, well, but right now, scientists are broke. They're, they're, they need somebody who's looking at making I know, money to We need the them. government to step in, you know, it was like texted the other day, they got to switch to the DOD's budget with the NASA 
budget and we'll be on the next week. <laughs> yeah. that, that was my God. idea to solve the quandary, but my, yeah, my I would love that. Well, that yeah, awesome. oh, that would be no, hilarious. Be like the the fucking budget rolls over and it's like next the, thing you know, we have like oh like oh yeah, we figured out anti gravity. Not a big deal. We figured yeah. out what gravitons are. Everyone has a robot cat girl girlfriend. No, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. No. So but here's here's the thing, and this is why I get to it. Like if you corporatize space you you end up with a lot of competing interests very very quickly because everyone wants to make that money so here's here's just an example of how crazy things would be like there's that asteroid i think they call midas where they said yeah it's almost like it's got a shitload of gold on it oh okay so so they go find this midas asteroid and they they jump out there and they bring it back and they mine it and they're like now we have all this gold Gold values plummet. It causes a recession in all these areas of the economy. All these things collapse because somebody was like, this is what I want to do. You're talking about space engineers, right? No, in in real life. Oh, in real life? Yeah. Okay. Because so, so we, we had the same thing happen, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, yeah. we were talking about that. We yeah. said, how would that trickle down? So the the other issue is, let's say you have a bunch of guys breaking up asteroids because they're like, oh, wow, nickel. Oh, wow, gold. Oh, wow, cobalt. And helium-3. Yeah, and they start breaking all that shit apart. Are they going to do so in a way that doesn't cause problems in the future are we going to end up with instead of asteroids that orbits we know we end up with this debris field whose orbit we don't you know it's it's going to be done very quick and dirty because if you look at the mining industry how mining is in this country if you look at super fun sites in the united states where there's horrible toxic groundwater and everything else it's because in the 19 teens or 20s they're like we found kappa destroy the mountain and they're like well now there's all this horrible toxic runoff we're out of business goodbye well and, yeah, i think the i think the only thing that saves us from that future is the fact that space is very hard and, and very that you can't big. just go and blow shit up without calculating it you can try but it's going to be more of a damage to the people doing the explosion than, you know, anything else. I mean, so, not, not only that, you got to realize how big space actually is because, yeah. you know, yeah, asteroids are huge. Big. Yeah, that's, you know, it's probably the biggest thing out there. But, yeah. you know, we're worried about deal. these mountains, but we're like, it's in close proximity to it. Like, we got asteroids all the way in here, like crashing into each other. We got all sorts of debris we don't know about. I mean, if we blow one up, it's a drop in the bucket in the grand scheme of things. Well, I, so I know, much. but it's, And space it's, is very dusty. Yeah. yeah. Very, very is, dusty. As we saw, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, it's incredibly it's dusty. An incredibly dusty place yeah. to be. Right. And and so the the thing that I'm I'm kind of looking at in terms of all of this science is it's it's one of those things where jumping ahead by leaps and bounds is really good. Mm-hmm. If it's done in a moral and reasonable way. I don't I'm not an Ayn Rand guy. I'm not one of those people who believes the great are constrained by the small <laughs> and I, I don't buy oh, yeah. into that whole thing of you know, where you say, I'm a mighty person, and the reason I don't rule the world is because all these pesky regulations, I, I think some... Disgraced regula- millionaire yeah, syndrome, yeah. Right, and I, I think that some regulations are good, like, you shouldn't be able to grind your workers into dog meat, and that you, you shouldn't, like, have <laughs> Unless your you're playing Space Station 13. That's Unless it's their fetish. Food. If they consent, then yeah. yeah. They right. can't work... 23 hour days right like children yeah. shouldn't be working in coal mines you only need an hour and, to sleep 
Yeah. My hands! Yes. What are you saying? Kids are really great at getting into those small holes in the cold. Yeah, place. like look at Snowpiercer, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. They have a TV Who else is going to fix now? everything? Exactly. They, they, but, they, which, they, sorry, we keep like diverging your point. Well, and that's fine. Uh, um, but the, the thing is, is I like some regulations, but I would also like some direction because the UN is like, you can't do that in space. And I'm like, how are you going to fucking stop them? What if Starbucks goes up to the moon and writes... Starbucks on the moon. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Starbucks was here. Fuck you, UN. No, it, it just says Starbucks. Starbucks. So it you just so look at up. night you see it on the yeah. moon. I think the other problem is a lot of people who make these decisions really don't understand the science. I mean, look at some of this like cyber defense stuff we have. We're like years behind because we have this. And that's the problem with a lot of science is, you know, me going back to school, like I'm, I'm, I'm barely on the, the cusp of understanding how, like what goes into this stuff to appreciate how crazy it is. And that's what a lot of it is. It's gotten so convoluted. Like I, I remember when I was in like taking a, my, my college physics class, like I barely understood how, you know, cathode rays and TV tubes from a hundred years ago work. And like, imagine how much I'd have to get caught up to understand how technology well, today works. It's, it's not only that, and this is uh, the inherent gap between you know knowledge and wisdom um one one of the things i look at that really just kind of blows my mind is there's a wonderful quote from hitchhiker's guide in that series where arthur dent goes down to this planet and he thinks because he's so smart because he's an earth man he will rule these people by proxy and the problem is is I, the narrator says Arthur Dent didn't know how to make toast, let alone a toaster. <laughs> so it's one of those things of look at all these pieces of machinery around you and could you replicate it? Well, if we're jumping ahead by leaps and bounds, we end up with these really weird bottlenecks and technology where, okay, we built the Large Hadron Collider. It sparked fears from people who said it's going to cause a black hole. And because, again, as Mike said earlier, media science, you know, propagating yeah. a fear. Mm -hmm. Well, Here's the issue on the flip side of the Large Hadron Collider is I was watching this scientist describe his experiment and he's like, this will determine if we're in a multiverse or this other universal constant. And no one has the important question. Does it really fucking matter? It does. To them it does. I mean, they, they want to, this is their, you know, bailiwick. This is what they want to understand. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, understanding science is a part of discovery. Well, I'm, I'm sure. And if, I, it's, if it's as mundane as are we in a multiverse, then yeah. I mean, that's I mean, completely yeah, fine. Because his other option is how do I create cat girls? Okay. I mean, what if they fair. made like, like, well, this is the world's smallest gun. Wouldn't you want to be like, awesome. How does it work? Let me mess with it. Maybe. Or like I some pogo stick gun. Mouth. I don't know. Why? Yeah. Yeah. But, what? But in so the, you're going down the yeah. street with a pogo stick. <laughs> and it, it's it's like a 12 gauge shell every time it touches the ground it's like shh, shh, boom, shh, boom. <laughs> as you land it racks the neck I mean, wouldn't you want to see what that's all a about shotgun as pogo a, stick uh, would be fun fires as a machinist up to like give I, you more air I think you would have like kids with like ear pro and like <laughs> <laughs> going down the street. Boom! <laughs> boom! Boom! Just turns it looks into like Johnny's playing again. It's like you thought basketballs were bad. <laughs> Johnny's bang stick. Oh my god. That would be hilarious. But no, because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just for the sake of understanding. And like, I know, like, but I can't get the visual of this kid 
<laughs> with a poke of steak just going up and down the street. The sugar's right there on the oh handle. Oh, my God, are crying. <laughs> oh, God, yes, he is. It's so fucked up oh, in my head. This is one for the history books. No, oh, it's yeah. just imagine this kid going down the street. And Pablo Shark's again. It's, it's like 8 in the morning. You're like trying to sleep in on a Saturday. <laughs> and you're hearing these thunderclaps. It's rattling your window. And you look out and the kid's like, yay! But the yay is cut off by these deafening Boom! Gunshots. Boom! Yay! Boom! <laughs> Someone needs to draw this. A little trail of shotgun shells. Yeah, like every time, he, every time he lands, it racks it. Yeah. And it just slam fires. <clears throat> no, it just slam fires. Because it's, you know, so it's just, click clap blow click clap blow <laughs> Mom, I'm out of shells. Just use the bird shot, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not the same. Yeah, like, it, it like he's yelling, get your shells up off the ground. He goes, takes his ear pro, what? Get the shells off the ground. He's like, I don't want to. Oh, my God. Can't tell me what to do. I got a pogo shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know you. From the makers. Well, and as much as we're criticizing different things in in science and everything yeah. else, we don't. I, I just want people to not think that this is a science podcast. I, I we're not anti science. No, no, we're oh, not. No. Like I, 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 I have a master's degree in archives and libraries, and and Ooh. Pablo's Pablo's a chemical engineer, you know, goat, uh, foreign political scientist. Yeah, but also foreign uh, study a little bit. No, foreign. Um, international relations right 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 and and you know vince yeah, i'm a uh, i'm a real life parts of iron europa victoria i love science and technology i'm a, I'm a vr dancer so. right you're, you're, well you're a, <laughs> i'm a sailor yeah but, you're you know. you're a, you're a sailor a vr dancer a voice actor and yeah. uh we're not going to advertise you yeah. i'm just going to say dot dot hey. dot enthusiast a man of I'm mystery a, yes i'm a lady enthusiast a man right. of many a lady and lady enthusiast yeah you know mike's and mike's an it guy who's an editor and we we all have i'm really the voice cute. of aol he's really cute right. as well yeah I, I was like that hello yeah hello. you got mail I, I was that guy so yeah every, everyone no, has kidding. these diverse <laughs> backgrounds and we're not bashing on I, well, yeah. I was going to add yeah. on to the thing you were saying because it's important to know that, you know, even if the science is mundane, in the discovering and trying to understand it, they might discover and understand other things that may not even pertain to it yeah. because sometimes their research goes, yeah, we were able to discover this, this, and this, but then we also discovered how to make uh, a metal that's completely indestructible, yeah, like but they were trying whatever. To make blood Here's, pressure medication, and they created Viagra. Like you always, <laughs> well, like you might find something you weren't I, looking for, I, but it's I understand that. Dope. But this is this is why I mention all this. Yeah, yeah. Because I believe that a lot of people hate government grants for funding, and I think government grants for funding are smart because if you have corporate gr grants for funding, yes. it's like mm, cigarettes are good for you. How yeah, right. Money. Mind. Yeah, dis disprove that smoking causes cancer or, or sugar. Like that's the big yeah, one. It's yeah, like, sugar is like, not bad for you. It's fat. I mean, it's carbs. I mean, yeah, definitely I, not sugar. You, you should have twelve eggs a day. No eggs are bad, or are they? Who knows? Unless you should have a glass of wine a day. You shouldn't drink any alcohol. You Eat? should drink a box of Bordeaux a day. Yo, yo. Coca Cola. <laughs> Well, it's good for junior. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, real doctors smoke Winchester cigarettes. Are you pregnant? Um, Try crack. <laughs> <laughs> the food pyramid should be made mostly out of feed Bread corn. should be more like a food <laughs> rectangle. God, what was the chemical that was making flipper babies? It was the morning sickness pills. <laughs> oh my god. Flipper babies. <laughs> what? Like there's a, there's a uh, it was it was a drug for like morning sickness and Yeah, we that was causing it. a lot of birth defects and, and ma- mental, mainly the, mental the, issues. You know, with no arms making them feel <laughs> little That's them flipper babies. Yeah, they did. They, My mom they, was worried that I would have that. She got knocked up with me. Mango, what's the old? I got long dangly. I legs. got them long dangly legs and long dangly arms, but my torso is about the size of a toddler. So yeah. I, I guess so, I'm a little weird. Yeah, you you are you're like Slender Man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you're you're just no. like. Woo! Vince, Vince looks like Vince looks like a character from a fucking Yaoi comic. <laughs> I, 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 dude, on my yeah, TikTok, he has, like, girls say I have hand. Yaoi hands. Yeah, he has and a big I never understood hand. What, what is, what is up fingers. with that Yaoi? Like these big hands, like yeah, quite the size of their heads. Not girls just that. Like hands. It's not just that, but he also has like the really long legs and like the sort of short toaster. But he has like the really like comparatively small head. He's like the thin man from. No, yeah. I'm six foot no. five and skinny. And you have, I am Like someone describes said, "Oh, Vince is dancing in that VR." club and i've seen you you're tall and thin and i was like what's that look like a stick bug you know you're scaring our patrons stop it bugged. yeah that's I'm your gonna that's eat your, you boys and girls that's your gimmick like oh, the yeah. music comes on and you start doing the stick bug dance i, I wish that i could get an avatar for that but no i got knee pads i just do like you know the slides Big, oh, that would that would be man. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. but no, it's it, the reason I I'm fearful. The reason I'm fearful mm-hmm. is when the corporations control the research. You end up with wow, this drug could cure this. Well, let's lock that in a vault for fifty years. Well, this drug could cure this. Lock that in a draw. Yeah, vault I'll sell for the treatment. Years. But let's sell the treatment. Or oh wow, this is this can make all the symptoms yeah. of this horrible disease go away. Let's make it $12,000. Yeah. Well, and, and the people who defend that go, well, they're defending the R&D. And I'm like, if those scientists had a bit of scruples or ethics, they would leak it or they would say, I'm not working for you anymore. Yeah. And, and that's why I am fearful mm. because most scientists I've found on that alignment chart are, fuck you, pay me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the scary part. They are me. chaotic I, neutral. Yeah. Fuck you There's, pay me. But you gotta be careful with that line of thinking because that's how you get like anti vaxxers and these conspiracy theorists. No, no, and, and I agree. It it has to be a tempered position. Because a lot of these yes, cures are for yeah. really complicated cancers. There's like I don't know how many types of cancers out there and they're like, Oh, they have a secret cure all for like the, No And it goes no, back no. to like I think just Science has passed the point for like the average person's understanding. Right. It's like and no, Karen. Polish your go yeah. polish your crystals. But, don't but Facebook said and made me feel smart oh as God. opposed no. to listening to Johnny deleted. scientist. Yeah, well, right. And I I, I agree. Uh, there is a huge gap between knowledge and education, mm-hmm. and that is largely an educational component. I agree with you on that, Pablo. The the but I'm fearful because you have a scientific community that will just do lots and lots and lots of unethical shit and knowingly so the Tuskegee experiment yeah. all of these other experiments where scientists should go this is a bad fucking idea and it's unethical and it's always yeah. been unethical you can't just say oh that was the 40s or whatever they you are killing people have, like and, what's that know. one uh, the one experiment they did uh, with like the german citizens were like the pain experiment 
Oh, yeah. A lot of the early psychological experiments are fucked up. They had one where, I, I forget where it was, but the guy wanted to see if smiling was like uh, like instinctual human behavior. So he ordered his wife not to smile at their baby for the first year of its life. And by the way, it failed because the woman's like, fuck that, I'm going to smile at my baby anyway. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but that's, what, that's what I'm saying is that's where, because so many, you know, people are like, oh, the drug companies, the drug companies. I'm like, if one of those guys had balls, he would go, no, fuck this. I'm publishing this online. Hey, here's the cure to XYZ. And if you saw more of that, like you do in the media, where yeah. people leak information, oh, well, I'm going to get fired if I tell this truth. This is a truth that needs to be told. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where I, I have a big problem with people who are very morally gray in positions of great power. Mm -hmm. And and so that's why it's, I it like, makes them yeah. easy to pick the decision that they don't care about. Yeah they're, yeah, they're like, it's not my fucking problem. They have what's called the yuppie Nuremberg defense, which is I have a mortgage. Yeah, that and, sounds like yeah. a you problem. And I got it, bills to pay. Right. And, and so when everyone looks out for themselves without that sort of governance, that becomes an issue. So when you have government block grants for for science, mm -hmm. it's stuff like we have this food shortage. How do we solve it? We have this crime problem. How do we solve it? We have these social issues. How do we approach and solve or begin to heal this divide? Mm -hmm. How do we provide enough vaccines for people? How do we educate people to not be afraid of vaccines? But the problem with that is like people are looking for like the perfect cure all that like, you know, take one and it's cleared up. A lot of that stuff is just. There's just so many layers to it, like just so many different you know aspects to it that you can't be like, here's a magic pill that people take and suddenly they're not scared of vaccines anymore. Yeah. I know. If somebody invented a magic pill to cure tinnitus, I would, man, the things I would do to that creator. Well, what happened mm. if they made a vaccine against autism? Well, I'd be dead. And they gave it to people like, here, <laughs> no, my son will get autism, but it's a vaccine for autism, ma'am. I mean, if you heard it, loads, autism. how would ever all everyone here's life be if we all were just magically cured? <laughs> I, I'm, I just have really bad ADHD. No, we we'd all talk like, yes, I agree with that 100. Yeah, dude. Oh, so I was no, so it would be it would be NPR. It'd just be NPR. Yeah, it'd be NPR. Hey, welcome hey, to we, my you mean NPC? Uh, NPC. Today's guest is a uh, white writer on the history of hip hop. Uh, <laughs> hip hop began as the call and respond tradition of the. Thank you very much, Mr. Ichiban. And then they yes, I wrote a that book. And then they and looted a bunch of expensive sound equipment during uh, riots. What? Huh? Is, yeah. Isn't uh, that how Sublime got started? It's, what, it's, what did you say? It's how a lot of hip-hop movement got started was dur uh, during like big riots mm -hmm. in the 80s and 90s. They looted electronic stores. And so all these like guys that didn't have, that wouldn't have had access to that equipment otherwise, all this like mixing stuff had it. Sublime wrote a song about oh, it. Yeah. 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 Was it April 24th, 1992? I, I went into a raid and stole a bunch of shit from you. <laughs> While you're at home watching your TV, I was plunged in some I, chaos and some anarchy. I, I don't know if that's inherently true at all. I, I think that's... I think <laughs> It that's, sounds true, but it's probably... Yeah, I don't it's, think it's that, probably an exaggeration. It sounds yeah, like an incredible exaggeration. I feel I'm like, like they no. were just all like exploited by the record Dude, labels that wanted to get into it. Hip hop around since the seventies. Yeah, 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 it has. Yeah, but it they was, were getting exploited by the white record well, labels. Well, and I, 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 to, I to think it's all the way record. back to like Motown. Like, yeah, yeah I'll right. fucking record yeah. these. Like, I'll, oh yeah, I'll record this stuff for twenty dollars. They're like they're desperate. They'll take our really shitty record label contracts. Yeah, but in the sixties, seventies, they did screw. I mean, oh yeah, Eagles wrote a whole song about it. That's what Hotel California is about. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's about record labels. Being yeah. Shitters. Like and how once you check in, you can't check out because they oh. grab you. You're by a the slave. Short You're a slave. They got you by the pubes. Yeah. And here's here's your wine and all the fine things. Yeah. But you are trapped. Yeah. Like you can. You'll see, like it here. Oh. But you can't. Yeah. You'll find you can never leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and and Motown is a perfect example of that. You have these amazing artists where the uh, corporate labels come in and just rape everyone. Yeah. And these people die penniless. And then you're it's like you turn on the oldies station. There they are. They've been making money off this for 50 yeah, years. Yeah. Well, that and they keep because every time the, uh, their shit's about to go into public domain, they lobby every they lobby the government to fucking extend how long it takes for shit to be public domain well and here's here's the thing is like that's why i favor government control over certain things in a moralistic sense so like if you have a let's say that you're a company you develop a life-saving disease or not life-saving disease, Jesus. You, you. <laughs> what is a space yeah. station? 13 yeah, I, I, no, I, I feel better now. Me Hulk. No, I started thinking of space station thirteen. Life-saving I got disease. the corpus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. stronger bones, more uh, bone. Uh, um, yeah, more but no, no. The idea is, let's say I have a cure for this horrible disease. Let's say the company mm-hmm. put in twenty billion dollars to develop it, which in reality they put maybe a tenth of that into it. That's just yeah. what they claim on taxes. So they they put that into it. Let's say they get five years of exclusivity where only they can manufacture it. After that, it should become public domain. Yeah. And that's that's just one of my thoughts. And I'm generally I never talk about politics on the channel or what have you. For the record, I'm a libertarian. I I don't favor telling people what they can do in their homes, and I don't believe in legislating morality. I don't believe the government should have anything to do with who you can marry or what drugs you can do in the, you know, just don't hurt other people and don't be a dick. Like, that's what I think the government should be there to step in for. Mm -hmm. But, and because I have people who try to paint me as a commie and people who try to paint me as like super right wing. And it's like, no, I, I see kind of appealing things on both sides yeah. and I see things I don't like on both okay, sides. Okay, comrade Tex. No, no, <laughs> no problem. Pajelista. Um, so, yeah, the, the thing is, is I like the government being able to step in and say, no, you can't do that, especially when it harms the common good because the government is for the defense of the common good. So when you see scientists being backed by the government, you find cures being advanced for diseases that threaten the common good. You find science being solved or scientific problems being tackled and solved for the common good. And I think that's what it should be harnessed for. And that's why I have a really inherent distaste for a lot of scientists (laughs) And it's because they're going, yes, I spent the last 20 years working on this particle physics problem so I can determine what bread is in the other multiverse. And I'm like, well, that's cool. A uh, hundred million people died last year from mosquitoes. Could you figure out how to use some proton pack to murder them? And they're like, yes, but the the toast of the multiverse and its theories and numbers. And, and I go. It's like asking a do- doctor. You're a you're a you're a medical doctor. Help me solve this calculus integral. I mean, they're physicists. They're not going to be solving world hunger. I mean, they're just they're, they're there for their own specific yeah, sciences like, that are important for the things that we need to do, like in space, or if you want to be able to build like new artillery or just anything. Well, those guys are there for that. And, like, but some of that stuff is just so out there well, that like you, that's you that's what I'm talking about. Where them. it's like theoretical physics where it's theoretical this or that. And I'm like, yeah. well, if, if you want to use your physics knowledge in a here and yeah. now situation, there's this thing called fusion we're trying to work on. 
It's always 10 years away. Always, always 10, 10 years, years away. away. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. And so I, I'm not, again, trying to just shit on physicists, but it's I hate when someone's like, and it goes even as far as literature. I mean, where you, you read literature and stuff out there and they're like, well, I wrote this story from the purpose of this, um, you know, exploring the omniscient fourth person and da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, the book's hackneyed. It doesn't read well and it's very ham-fisted. And they're like, how dare you? I was exploring. No one cares. It's a bad story. Yeah. And you can say that with art because you can say but with no science, it's this. like you can't just kind of like go like whatever you're researching isn't important. You could say that it's not important to me, but you need to also ask them what is it, what exactly would the applications of your research be? And that's correct. That is why a lot of researchers don't get money because well, right. they can't yeah. give that out. So they always have to s somehow kind of tack it on something that's. Yeah nothing to do with their There's no immediate benefit someone can you know. which is why a lot of astrophysicists actually have very little funding because they have no applications for what they're doing until you know we start going to space and then they're going to be like oh they're going to sit back but oh now you want me now you want me to uh. well yeah I'm, yeah I'm gonna i'm gonna call the guy who knows about car paint when the car's put together not while i'm on the drawing board yeah and yeah. And, and they do need money because in order for them to be there, they have to have some level of funding. But I think what you're trying to also say, if I'm going to interpret this right, is that you shouldn't just be on one field if you're going to be in this because you have to be able to be flexible. You don't well, yeah, like, like an inflexible scientist. In, in history, in history, if yeah. you go, my focus on history is the first five years of the Roman Republic and only that. No. You are the most useless historian in history. Yeah. You have to know what came before, what came after. You have to know historiography. You take a few little minor bits here and there in archaeology and anthropology. You start looking at cultural anthropology. You start studying languages. You have to be diverse. And I understand as you go into a PhD program, it kind of narrows to a point where you're bachelor's degree is very broad your master's degree is a little more focused and then that phd is the apex of that little triangle yeah but the problem i have is when you're sitting there reading research papers because when i'm bored that's what i do i go read these research papers and they're like we use sound waves to try to get frogs to mate and i just go what in the actual fucking shit are you doing with this money and, and where did they get the money like that, I, I, that's what i would ask it's like where did you get your funding if it was private funding go go do whatever you want yeah dailies sure. i want to see weird frogs that's yeah. what i mean i'm well, yeah. like amphibians are at global risk for extinction because they yeah. are sensitive to pollution so so yeah. what you're saying is we need to have helicopters fly into the rainforest and start like cranking playing fortunate son yeah, well <laughs> i i hate to tell you that but we already did fly helicopters into the rainforest playing fortunate son it was from a period of 1964 yes, to 75 what happened yeah. in that period that's weird I i've mean, never heard about this brought to you by monsanto <laughs> presenting our latest product napalm napalm <laughs> sticks the kids and then going back to the frogs i mean the, you, you lose the frogs i mean what's the main thing frogs eat insects and then you Skeeter. have the ecosystems yeah so they're, they're what they're doing is they're trying to do anything they're throwing anything at the wall to try to figure out a problem yeah. and i think you're like okay what you're describing doesn't sound like it makes sense why should i give you a shitload of research money to help this problem when you could be focusing on something that makes more applicable sense but they're they're all the things that they think would make sense and they've tried it That's haven't exactly. worked they, the obvious solution well, isn't there so they got to you know, or they it's a logistical to, they problem they have to like straight up doc problem. brown and go 
I guess we got to start poking shit until we figure out yeah, what makes it happen. What Nothing else has worked, so now we make the frogs fuck. Apparently, if we fart on frogs, they want to have babies. Yeah, well, see, yeah. like, they figure shit like that out in the and middle of their like, research. How the hell did they figure Like, sometimes you read this research, like, how the hell did they figure this out? I think they were out? bored in the lab, and they were just like, let me fart on this frog. It's well, yeah. in... in I, the reason I'm playing... Is that a control? No. <laughs> it's, it's like a brown note for frog just like Right. Context we don't have. Like. Well, and I agree. In many cases, we don't have the context for this. Yeah. But the reason I'm playing yeah. devil's advocate in this is because I, I found... I'm not sure if it's this whole like nerd science thing because there's a lot of people like science I, is cool i'm into science no wow, i fucking love science you're you're you're, you're like, like that of the page stars on a, a model of like the if i start explaining to you like the finer points of organic chemistry y'all be falling asleep on the couch because that stuff's not exciting or sexy yeah <laughs> uh to be honest that i would be like, right i would, <laughs> and, song, I would and, song pablo but, reads us hard. chemistry and then that would be so a good the like positive ones are attracted to the negative ones and by pulling with the stronger force it's more like like, you're like <laughs> oh <laughs> well and the thing is the reason again that i'm playing devil's advocate in all this is we had this huge influx of like the nord nerdcore thing like big bang theory and all that brought all oh, these people God, who were like so bad people. yeah so people who were going oh yeah nerd stuff is cool now i'm gonna be a nerd and get into science and then you see all this interest in science like science is great and i'm like no 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 let's 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 back up here yep. science can be great when applying to solve realistic problems yeah. that benefit us all in in good ways or take yeah. us forward as a civilization or increase our chances of defending ourselves from all of these great filters you know fermi's mm-hmm. great filters yeah this makes sense i love that but i'm playing devil's advocate in this sense and i know yeah. i've been on the negative side of it yeah no, it's okay and, and, but that's yeah. the point of somebody's got to say it. well yeah the, it's it's the point of playing devil's advocate is to yeah, be the unpopular yeah. guy i don't want someone out there going tex sure hates no, science tex yeah. has a lot of oh. friends in science yeah I just do. so you guys know he has a lot of friends in science I, many many and if he if he said these things to them they would probably be like well no, uh, and they would get really mad, and he would go, "I'm, I'm just, I'm yeah. just playing devil's advocate." I, yeah. Well, and, and the reason I'm playing devil's advocate because they would, they would fight him. Well, and, and, <laughs> and, but the reason I'm playing devil's advocate here is, for every good bit of science we have, like, wow, we found this universal vaccine, or we did gene editing, and we found out we can stop these cancers. I mean, shit, I know a lot of people who are multi-series cancer survivors because yeah. of gene editing. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. And again, that goes back to the baby step thing. Right. And and that's that's my fear is it's, yeah, we could end up with nuclear power. We could end up with a nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of those things when it, you know, comes down to science. But then there's some cool stuff like shotgun pogo stick. Yeah. And then so, maybe they use those yeah. those frogs that they're like sex note makes bang and have right. frog babies. They use that for gene editing to test out stuff to fix uh, humans. I, right. yeah, no, I like the idea of uh, of gene editing because it allows us to explore and do things that we normally can't do because of the atmosphere and the planet that we live on. So like I, we watched The Expanse, and you guys have seen the Belters, right? They're very yeah. thin yeah. Uh, kind of people because they live in zero G most of the time. Yeah, and, and that's they have the, no reason to build muscle mass or anything like that. That's not going to happen in negative G or zero yeah. G. So or, you know. if we had gene editing, we can change things like that. Possibly, possibly. There's no evidence to this fact other than we've been able to make some minor breakthroughs on things and then immediately the media is like now we're turning kids into frogs well right and, and it's I, like you know I, I, i'm like no but that's not what look i go and click the actual research i go and look at it right. and i'm like nowhere does it say that we're going to be turning people yeah, into right. anything it's just literally we were able to change these specific 
like uh, markers on DNA well, yeah. with this thing that we programmed and we but did my, it several times. My, the, cats people, in the, dark. The, the people who believe that shit think, get their news from Facebook yeah, and uh, you see them in Walmart with the giant mobile scooter and, and they're like, <laughs> I don't want no animal product in my son. And it's like, well, he's a diabetic and that insulin was produced thanks to cows. So <laughs> fuck you. It's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I absolutely love the idea of a scientific frontier being advanced. And I'm always, yeah. 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 And it's you can you can avoid things like being a belter who's can't who can't walk on like normal G. Yeah. Like you can send us to space and now we're so, like able to survive better. So here's my here's my next topic. What version of the future do you think would be really cool to live in? Because oh, yeah. we all as kids had visions oh. of the future. But as adults, what? version of the future do you think it would would be fun to live in i like i like the idea of um altered carbon oh yeah so you have we have cortical stacks and you just yeah and your your body is literally just a flesh mech that means nothing yeah you, so you, you skate through life yeah if you die if someone kills your kills your flesh suit you can just go into a new yeah, just one. go get another one just go get another one i like that yeah 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 but that way you had you can get collect you know, for as long as you want to stay alive, because you can end it all or like tell them not to spin you back up, but you can collect as many generations of knowledge as you want. But then even in that show, there's like the issue of once you die and you get put into a new body, that's not the same one as that's why rich people have clones of themselves yeah. to stop their mind from splintering. Like there's still that negative thing where you die enough and you keep being brought back. You slowly go insane. Yeah. Um, I, I like that uh, feature a lot. I think the, uh, benefit of space exploration is like you can literally like once you have people down on that planet you can just zip them across the galaxy and yeah, now yeah. you're like you wake up in a the, the needle casting that they yeah. be anywhere in the universe in minutes and and one thing I don't think they covered in the show is like everybody that they, they had connected to the science and this technology was like they can only be flesh but it's like well what if you're like I have to go to work and now you wake up and you're in like a mech body like moving cars in Detroit or something yeah or or you're you you are the forklift moving yeah, boxes around that would be dude I, I would take a job as a forklift that would be pretty fucking dope I, for a little while I, I don't know how in depth they covered it but there was a whole thing where it's like working in the colonies they had like colony clone yeah. worker stuff that you would needle cast into to do work but um yeah, I I think that uh, an ideal future that we live in would be like uh, like one more realistically is one where we appreciate the amount of work that goes into doing anything instead of it just being we've made this incredible discovery, ooh, look at this. It's like, well, let's look at all the work that went into it because we discover so many more things about ourselves and the future that we have when we understand the the amount of time it took for someone to come up with this because in that you can always see the true like spark that takes us forward and i think with that we could we could do a hell of a lot better than altered carbon like star trek even better than that i think we could i, I mean i'm not saying we can make a utopia but i think we can come pretty damn close my whole like i like the idea of the future of star trek but i always like Especially like next generation, it's like when they had like the, uh, the when they had the corporate carpet everywhere, where they had like the, the like the gene wars. Like the, I think they killed off all the cool people. That's why like in the future <laughs> they're always doing like opera and shit. Like, yeah. Oh, a piano recital! Yeah, this is so. I'm like, <laughs> so they killed. They, you're saying they killed off all the like interesting people, degenerate <laughs> rock stars and the Johnny Cashes and everything yeah, else. Yeah, all the people oh. that made life interesting. And this is what that, happens. That's, that's well, that's that's what he's getting at. Is they killed out everybody who lived outside of society that added that spice and all. Yeah. 
all yeah. that's left are like the people, as Pablo put it, like, well, uh, I drive this starship across the stars at 50 times the speed of light. Time to go watch ballet. <laughs> Oh, let's go play a game of baseball on the holodeck. <laughs> I always ask, like, what is your aspirations in Star Trek for your future? If you're, if you're like a person in in, in that setting, and it's like they go captain of starship, that would yeah. be it. And it's like that just seems like a job title, though. Like that's your dream is just yeah, to have. Like you don't want to like become the the the, the best woodworker in the uh, the galaxy, or you know, take up knitting or something. Whoa. I, I, I I think yeah. it would be funny yeah. in in Star Trek because I like the idea of Star Trek. I yeah, really yeah, do, yeah. Where it's like the purpose of your life is to find the purpose of your life. It's not about trying to survive or how much money you have in your bank account or trying to worry about your four hundred one k and how much you have in retirement and oh my god, I need to buy a house. I'm never going to get married and all these social pressures. Yeah. It's just live and find a purpose that drives your life and perhaps enriches other people's lives. But yeah. but I, if if I was in that Star Trek setting, I would just get so mad at the blandness of it yeah. that I would yeah. be like, well, that's I'm going to go start a colony that is like... A lot of people do. They just don't write about it because yeah. that's, as you say... It like, doesn't fit the Gene Roddenberry version. Well, of the Roddenberry yeah. used to get mad if there was any sort of like, you can't have negativity in my utopia. Yeah. <laughs> that's why DS9 worked because he was dead by the time they made it. Everybody's got to be happy and full of rainbows. Yeah, yeah. so I I would start a colony that is basically like space Appalachia. Yeah. So like, oh my so, god. So they come down, and they they come down in the shuttle pod, and they're like, "Hello, strange colony. We're here to make contact." And I'll be like, "Hey, you want some corn squeezins? You know?" And then like, Data goes blind. He's like, "Captain, oh I'm god. blind." Or they they no, radio it. down to the colony, and they're like, "Which way to the nearest like?" Starport and back, back the, the way, way you came. came. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out. Yeah, but then they like they corny up some sort of Star Trek. Who will just shoot phaser? He'll shoot science at their it's shootables. A, it's and a blunderbuss. Set the blunderbuss is non-lethal, Cletus. We got some bones to get rid of. It's it's pushing like, marbles in it. <laughs> data data comes back marble. with a bunch of nuts, bolts, and cigarette butts embedded in his face, and he's like, they have a cannon. <laughs> or worse, they Captain, find him and he's up on cinder blocks. <laughs> he's just he's a like torso with his eyes missing. <laughs> <laughs> they just find him on cinder blocks. He's like, I think they stole my legs. I can still feel them. <laughs> Where are they at? I think I'm running. <laughs> it's just his legs duct taped to some other guy's legs. And the guy's like, like, like Look, man, I legs. got double legs. I'm a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a majestic pony. And that's the thing. They have data. Like, I've, you know, I've been in the military. Like, the Starfleet is not how the military should be because they'd be teaching data all sorts of terrible things. Well, I, fuck I, you, I, Captain. What's I, that idea of him, like, screaming? And no, no, that was, that was the idea I had in Potate Druid in the Legion. It was like they're going up. Okay. They're going up in the in the turbo lift turbo lift oh, they're going God. up in the turbo lift and wesley's wearing his little like mom's sweater and that his mom gave him and he and he turns you know and he goes mr data did you know da, da, da? and data just his head snaps to the right and looks <laughs> at him and his mouth opens all the way and you hear this shout <laughs> it is so loud like it's really short just ah you know but it's so loud that it whites out the noise <laughs> and you see you hear it through the whole ship it echoes like a sonar pulse it sounds and like then, the e meme yeah but when when <laughs> but when the doors arrive wesley is dead he's just it, like his brains have been blown out by the sound wave and yeah. data goes wesley is collapsed captain and sits down 
But the other thing that really makes me laugh. And like, they're getting boarded. Yeah. Like if, if they get boarded and they're like, data, uh, countermeasure alpha two. And, and you, data moves so fucking fast. You need a strobe light yeah, to see them. Yeah. You just see them one out of every 30 frames and you just see guys' heads turned the other way as he goes by. <laughs> like, you just. But <laughs> he comes back just licking blood off of his fingers. And he's I like, mean, well, they're on DNA bridge. collection successful. Do they, have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Do they just like teleport the poop out their colons? I think they so. have bathrooms. Like, oh, Mr. I would, I would be worried that the new guy'd be on shift and yeah, he would just teleport my colon they, out and leave the poop in. Removal, please. All of the bridges on the blueprints have a toilet. All of them. Oh, dude, do you think yeah. that the that the guy that works in the transporter room? Do you think he actually like fucks around sometimes? And he's like, I wonder if I could. Hold on. Oh, shit. I did it. <laughs> I sent my shit out. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. And somebody pointed out, like, because uh, uh, the newest season of Discovery does this, where they they show that they actually do change your poop into, like, reusable materials and food and stuff. Like, they repurpose it. Oh. And, and some guy was like eating food and they made, I guess they made like a really, I didn't watch this, but apparently they made like a really weird joke about him eating shit because it was like, oh, that's literally our poop or something. It's like really dumb. I, I haven't watched the third season of oh, Discovery. Yeah, I so anyone's watched Discovery. I, have the Orville I watched the first two seasons of Discovery and I have to say it's not a good show. I, I don't oh, know why I did that. The Orville is more compelling and it's yeah. off as a parody. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean... That's the other thing about Star Trek is one of the things that made me laugh is remember there was that episode where Wesley grew up like Q made Wesley <laughs> and he's like jacked and yeah. hello mother hello mother I'm Wesley and then you look at Chadley Crusher yeah you look at him, you look at him now and he just looks like himself but like with <laughs> but with a goatee beard. yeah he looks like, like you you look like a like a like a young I do yeah kid, like I have goatee. a I have a child's face but yeah. then I have facial hair yeah yeah you and then it's like it looks like the my facial hair looks like the facial hair you select in an image. Mo, and I just sort of put it on yeah, my face. It's like standard zero three selection. Yeah, standard zero three. Yeah, well, the th I, I just love that meme where it's like, oh, yes, this is what you'll look like when you grow up. Hello, mother. And then you see him today and you're like, how sad. God. <laughs> oh. So if anyone says shut up, Wesley, I want to block him. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> so here's the next question. Like, what is the appeal? And I, I know this is true out of all of us. What is the appeal of the post-apocalypse and post-apocalypse potentialities for because people like us? Do whatever the fuck you want for me, for because, all of us, no, for me in particular, because I can because humanity just spirals up. It spirals off into history. It's, you know, there goes up, there's rise and fall of these civilizations and of different, you know, schools of thought and government. And it all kind of starts to revert back to some kind of oligarchy before it destabilizes and then something else comes up. The appeal of a post-apocalypse is, you know, it's you've are, you've pulled the bandaid off. You're no longer living in this horrible anticipation of, you know, things are going to get worse you know, what am I going to be able to pass on to, you know, my kids? What's going to become of my civilization? It's just, no, nah, it's, it's done. You just got to figure it out. You know, just got to go. I'm just going to go and survive and maybe have some fun before I head out. Okay, Doomer. <laughs> <laughs> I th yeah. I think it's the same reason. Like, if you ever play, like, Sim City and you have this elaborate city, like, I'm going to blow it the fuck up now. Just see what happens. Yeah, just I hit random accident just yeah just watch again. the chaos i think it's oh, all about volcano it's just, hitting that tornado hell yeah let's we'll see how bad we can screw things up. I, I think post-apocalypse is exactly what pommel's describing it's like uh, everyone's just tired of the same job and the mundane life that they might live and the idea that they're going to be 
somehow more in control because the post-apocalypse like they get to decide if they survive because they're going to try harder it's like yeah it's, it's more it's visceral illusory, but it's it's, it's very yeah. visceral and it makes you feel like you're somehow like much more of a man or a, a woman or whatever because you're able to figure out how to survive on fucking like Chaco sticks and Boogers. crossing the street so, yeah. is a dangerous adventure. Yeah. Like it's no, it's exciting in that in that aspect. It, it but the reality exciting. of it's like we have that in the real world. It's third yeah. world countries yeah. that deal I, with it every day. I, I, or I, or I, it's a yeah. prepper who feels validated in there. Yeah, the oh, prepper. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. uh, and their weird neuroses. Like, I could finally use that bunker, and they open it up, and it smells like tuna. Or they, they weigh like five hundred pounds. Like the apocalypse ever comes, I'm ready. And they run up a hill and have a heart attack. Yeah, you put a dehumidifier. Yeah in there that he forgot to plug in 13 years ago so it's just black mold <laughs> smell. see my 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 here's why i like the idea of the post apocalypse i would finally be able to do all the shit i thought about as a kid without consequences mm. and so and i'm not talking ice cream for breakfast because that that's that's we, what we do yeah. that anyway ice cream for lunch yeah, yeah that's I mean, that's depression I had, I had you you can breakfast. you can do that anytime you're depressed yeah. yes. here's like okay i've always wanted to go to a car dealership and I've always wanted to get like two Ferraris, right? And put them side by side, gas them up, and then use jacks to jack the rear wheels off the ground, and then put bricks on the gas, start them, shift them through all the gears till they're just like reading 190 miles an hour, and then kick the jacks off and just watch them take off. You know, oh, I'd write messages yeah. on them like, <laughs> like baseball with live hand grenades. Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I mean, you know, just do do all the stuff I've always wanted to do without consequences. Like go up to the top of a building and just drop stuff off it. Like go to oh, the Empire dude. State Building with an anvil yeah. and then just drop it. Poop it's, on the White House lawn. Yeah, just whatever you want to do. I got drunk and did that when I was in D.C. So. Sounds about right. As far as you can get tired. <laughs> For legal reasons, that was a joke. Yeah. It was, it know, was back a to joke. the whole preppers thing. That sure just like irritates me because like, man, they are spending a lot of fucking money on this stuff that I wish I had. Well, prepping oh, it, proper like disaster preparedness isn't, you know, having a whole hole in the ground with a bunch of guns and cans of beanie weenies it's knowing who your neighbors names are and what their trades are and being able to like help each other out dude yeah. i was living in la uh, my neighbors trades and names were i i'm a waitress at, yeah like, well, that's, that, yeah street. i'm a i'm i want i wish i was an actress yeah I, I my, name is, my name is i'm an actress that pays yeah, the that's, bills at that's Starbucks. LA. I'm a cashier. Okay, how's that going to help me in the apocalypse? Yeah. I can count all your money. They're yeah. like, I don't keep food in the house because I get one of those mail order box food things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I already know about our neighbors. One's really good at cleaning the yard. The other one is b good at bitching to the cops. So. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, so we already know who we're not fucking dealing I mean, with. All, 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 all we did was shoot tracers at the moon. No big no. deal. All yeah. we did was fucking have a fireplace. Yeah. And we still do. And it's you know what's funny is I walked out to my car and I see the smoke from our chimney like still blowing out in the street. I smell the wood and I'm like, I bet this annoys them. These people next door, which oh is God, weird. Do they not like that you have a? They don't like place. any of us. Uh, oh, they they're, can eat. They're, they're weird. three unmarried men. They're probably homosexual. Oh, uh, <laughs> homosexual. What was that that show? Uh, Three's Company. Yeah. yeah. Come, Come on, knock on our door. door. Yeah. All right, so half, they keep having strange men over, and they all hug each other. They have hugs and kisses for the homies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's probably why they're mad. They, they have think guns. Like I think they're in a militia. No, it's like, it's oh my god, this militia. guy's these like thirty somethings have all these close friends that come to visit. 
Oh, yeah. They're always happy when they leave. It must be some homosexual militia. <laughs> they, they, buy, they buy a lot of cheese. They must be French. When somebody dies in history, and it was their very close friend died, and they went into a depression, and then soon died after. Yeah, no, they were they were yeah. they were together. Yeah. Uh, so maybe. so here's here's the next here or our last topic for the Ooh. for the evening, and this has nothing to do with everything else. It's just a what if dumb idea. The Black Pants Legion somehow comes into a fuckload of money and gets the rights to James Bond. We have oh. enough pull to cast whoever we want and do whatever we want, but we must make a Bond film. What is our Bond movie like? Uh, are, we, are we picking people in the BPL as the actors? Or? What, whatever you want. James Bond in East Cleveland. Stagger is James Bond. No, it Polish. No, Polish. Stagger is the villain. <laughs> We'll get yeah, Polish Staggers Joe the villain oh, Hello, Polish. I am James Bond. <laughs> I like how you always make him sound Indian. I don't Indian. know that accent. You do the Polish oh, accent. God. No, I was going to say uh, James Bond. No, uh, Stagger would be Q. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we have this thing. You just like. He just hands, he hands you stuff that has nothing to do with gadgets. He's like, and all just them, put this on. Trust me. And all of them have a loose <laughs> cigarette taped to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, what was that jacket supposed to do? Thank or thanks for that thing in that jacket. He's like, oh shit, I forgot that was in the pocket. No, that was just a regular jacket. I didn't mean to have it <laughs> made in there. He's like, dude, that's my jacket. Why did you take that? Splatterpunk. Yeah. Thought you said it had explosives in it. No, no, it didn't. I didn't. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> he, he's he's okay, like, so Stagger is Q. Who's the villain? And what's what's the evil, crazy Bond villain plot? Oh boy. Uh, I'm the villain, and my plot is to broadcast dad jokes 24/7 until oh, you guys no. just shoot yourselves from the uh, secondhand cringe. The secondhand cringe. So okay, so Polish telling. Polish drone strike is is James Bond. He's like, I am okay. I'm I here not, to uh, I'm here to stop you, Pablo, and your evil reign uh, is is um how you say over. Raining. It's sunny outside. But <laughs> uh, you know what? I can do this. It just shoots himself. <laughs> I the the language barrier is what protects him. Like I, I do not get this joke. It's like this yeah. is this joke? Um, is he okay? In the no, you get it because the thing. Like, ah, no, no. Guess it, it, you. And so he's like, "What? Do you have a gadget to stop me?" And he's like, "No, they gave me a gun." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's a. a Funny you should mention that. No, he pulls the trigger on the gun and he's like, this is very loud. <laughs> oh, I really oh, no, should have put in the no earplugs. He's like, oh, that's what these earplugs for. Or the worst, he forgot to bring, like, there is no bullet. He just throws He just throws his briefcase at you. And you're or like, he pulls out a like knife. Hit me. And hit me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, call an ambulance. But not but, for me. But not for me. <laughs> Pablo, stop. I thought we were friends. Why? Why are you telling this joke? It's not funny. Oh, I'm I'm the AI in his car who just makes like really inappropriate jokes the whole time, and he just doesn't it's, get. No, them no, it's like he's, he's like stuff. talking to like girls, like as James Bond does. Is like, hell yeah, my dude, bring them into the back. Oh. I want to watch. <laughs> Tom is my henchman, or like the main henchman. Like, uh, I, I, I'm sure you'll find Tom to be quite yeah, a gas. He's, he's like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Tom is the henchman. He's like, okay, I gotta leave on the jetpack. And then he just takes off all awkward. <laughs> or he's just like, 
Hey, buddy, you just runs after you like a thousand pounds. <laughs> oh he just gets God. like when he's about to fight, he just gets really wide, and he oh just takes God. jars and throws them at you. Like, what the hell is this? The one breaks. <laughs> Fart gas. Hmm, that one's been baking for a while. It's got quite the rich bouquet. <laughs> and James Bond's car is a Lada. <laughs> so it's it's like it's playing the chase music. Yeah, this you know? is why I said in East Cleveland. Yeah, so it's playing the chase music. It's like and it's the lot of so it's a and and you can see they're doing like forty. Yeah, but 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 the tires are still squealing because it's like they're bald. So it's like this the the belt. Yeah, the belt. He starts it up and the belt slipping. <laughs> and then Diggs would be Penny where her what's her name? That little Mon and Penny. Money Penny. And she'd be like, What's up, Polish? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so basically it's like comrade detective. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh man. Well at any rate. No, uh no, I for M, uh I, I was thinking it could be flop. He's like, Alright, look, right. So there's like uh this guy Pablo, he tells these horrible jokes and shit, and I need you to go wreck house. Make it Psyduck. Hey, yeah. bu- hey, buddy, can you... Yeah, or yes, yeah, Psy- How you doing, bud? Yeah. Well, there's this troublemaker. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, don't, don't want to say any mean names about him, but, you know, his name is Pablo, and uh, I personally, I like him, but he's doing these Just, jokes that are really bad, making people sad. So one, of, one of the Legionnaires shows up, like, after Polish Jones Strike shows up at the base, and he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm 007 as well. No, you're not. Okay, I'm 007.5. <laughs> 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 oh. I'm, or one of the Legionnaires. I'm double oh eight, you know. <laughs> yeah, half the half the legion would be there, and they're like, "Yeah, he goes to CQ to get all the technology, and Tex is just one of the like interns in the back with a flamethrower, just screaming as he's like." Texas nameless henchman number one yeah, at me. Yeah, they go like, they're like, "Oh, what about that weapon?" And that's when Stagger goes snaps. He's like, "Hey, hey, don't look at him." Don't you fucking look at him. And he would just get really mad. <laughs> Texas, some extra, like every scene. He's like running in the like, <laughs> scene. And the other one, he's like pushing a cart. Like, evil I want to, I want to. killed like six times. Yeah, I want, I want to be the guy in every moon base or whatever. That's, that's got like the white hard hat and the jumpsuit <laughs> the bubble and, and the submachine gun. And, oh my and, god yeah, i want to be that guy and then as soon as i'm out of ammo i'm like god i should have brought ammo the jumpsuit has no fucking pockets <laughs> <laughs> you know and and then you just get run, run over by uh by the by the steamroller yeah they're, they're, <sighs> here, here's the hard one who's the bond girl oh yeah Diggs. Diggs. <laughs> no, Diggs is the... I was going to say, we just get like an actual like Hollywood actress. Yeah, we just, get like just an actual... Somebody who's outside of all of us. Yeah, model, just, just, like for like the con- just for the contrast. Yeah. No, I... You get, no, you get a, a hardcore porn actress. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I could probably help you with yeah, that. Yeah, you get actually. like a hardcore porn actress and she's like, she's clearly like supposed to be the Bond girl, but she's like overdoing it so hard i mean you could always just put me in a bikini as well oh there you yeah, go who's, who's, who's like really salty in the legion splatters a bond girl oh and a splatter would be money penny he's like oh hey i got the like no not now anyway just like following like <laughs> yeah let's talk like oh so anyway here i was thinking about this thing and like no go well what are you talking about what <laughs> oh okay i i know who Diggs could be Diggs could be like the version of odd job you know <laughs> bam bam yeah, yeah no Huge. but he 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 throws his hat and and it like sticks in something and he's like oh. 
and then he walks away. No, I <laughs> like he just throws it. it. I, but he's like teamed up with Otto. No, it's yeah. even it's even better than that. He's he's in Pablo's base in like one of the computer rooms, is just one of the cubicles, and like he like 007 shows up in the back, and he's like trying to sneak through, and he sees him, like Dig sees him, and goes oh, and then he tries to throw the hat. And it like completely misses and knocks a thing over, and he goes, "Man, eh, whatever." Or like, just goes and he goes back to his yeah. computer. Yeah. He's like, "I'm not getting up from here." Oops! Get oh. him, Cobalt. <laughs> shot. Oh no, that was my only bullet. <laughs> that, see, we could make a Bond movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, mm. like what, for sure. Get Jake to start clinking in. And maybe next plate. time you won't come in half cocked. <laughs> <laughs> would be funny is like uh stagger sends him like one of the gadget vehicles like little nelly and he's like he's like there's no instructions in box and so he puts it together and it's a tractor <laughs> and he's like well what is this and he goes oh yeah i just wanted to see if you could put a tractor in four suitcases <laughs> oh my god okay i drive it up to he's base. like no, no no you can't drive it to the base i need that <laughs> hey, can you send that back to me? Um, I want to send this to my family. Is this okay? No? Oh, oh, okay. So, so, anyways, that's it for the uh, BPL podcast. Remember, you can leave uh, voice messages. But on not Anchor. a downvote. Yeah, but not... Well, you can on the Google. You can or Apple. Send Apple. me your love letters. Yeah, yeah but uh, leave messages on anchor.fm for the Black Pants Legion. It's a little convoluted, but there's a YouTube guide on how to do it, so that's probably useful. Goat, would you play us out? Uh, yeah. I, a rousing rendition of an arousing uh, rendition oh, a, a rousing rendition of uh, the Legion's fight song Liquor and Whores uh, and please stop sending letters to the Brooklyn Public Library and the Berkeley Public Library they are they're confused enough about this mysterious BPL that they are that they are shall I sing if you know the words Liquor and whores, liquor and whores, cigarettes and dope and mustard and baloney, liquor and whores. I was down drinking at the Legion. I met a girl, she was nice, she was pretty and pleasing. She said, hey boy, we should do some marrying. I said, sure, but before we do it, there's something that you should know. I like liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Cigarettes and dope and mustard and baloney and liquor and whores. Doodly do do do. Doodly do 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 do. And one night, one night, down at the Legion, she walked in, I was drunk on gin, dancing with my lady friends, it was actually Vince, she said, hey boy, you better fly the fuck home, 
But I said no, cause the four little words could have swore I said to you. I like liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Cigarettes and dope and mustard and bologna. Liquor and whores. I like liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Cigarettes and dope and mustard and bologna. Liquor and whores. I like them. They're baked goods. Mm, Have a safe day out there, buddy. Give them to me fat and toothless.